0: New Up Nerd. This week, a little bit different. Last week, we talked about a Marvel game. This week, we're going to talk about two kind of troubled DC games, one of which is actually already shut down. Just like last week, I am not alone. Introduce yourself, Abby.
1: You're never alone when you have Abby.
0: And Basil and Harley. Mm -hmm. Literally, Harley. I am never alone. Anywho, the two games we're talking about are. DC Dual Force, and then a little bit later, just a bit on Suicide Squad, and sort of the similarities here. One thing I want to preface everything with, by the way, is this is not meant to slag on developers or anyone that worked on either of these games. Or even
1: DC, because we're going (laughs) to.
0: Working on video games is really tough. Nobody sets out to make a game that doesn't succeed or has issues or anything like that. And frankly, as we've seen from the industry this year, it's well sorry last year it's a tough business well and this year so far it's a tough business and a lot of the decisions frankly are made by people who don't actually play video games or aren't involved with it beyond wanting to earn money for the stockholders so i just wanted to make sure people know that the people who worked on these games particularly like dc dual force i think it's pretty clear quite a bit of love went into it but it just didn't work out for them for reasons we will get into. DC Dual Force was a collectible card game. It was released on Windows into beta back in June. More on that in a second. It was a collectible card game. You would choose a pair of cards to sort of be your leaders. So characters like Batman or Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Lex Luthor, whoever, your sort of heavy hitters. And then you'd select sort of minor characters or henchmen to surround them with. You are the card game expert. Is that like any other card games?
1: I am. I am the world's foremost card game player, both digital and traditional. So I know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, so girl gamer. I love card games. I've been playing Magic the Gathering, which was kind of the original, the OG sort of card game. This plays it's it's almost as if you had your commander from Commander in Gwent. So if you play Magic the Gathering, if you play Gwent, Magic the Gathering, you got your sort of commander that dictates, you know, what colors you can have in your deck, things like that. It's kind of similar in that sense in that the, the big hitter that you choose, the main character, if you will, tells you then, like, okay, I can use this set of cards for my little henchmen or my little sidekicks, things like that. It is very much unlike... It is honestly closer to Gwent, which was the Witcher card game in that Gwent, at least at least back in my day, Gwent had you, you had a, a field, two opponents, three rows each, sort of a, a foreground, a midground, and a background. And you could only put certain cards right at the front. You could only put some in the middle. You could only put some in the back, things like that. So it was really very, very similar in that sense.
0: So one game it's not similar to is Marvel Snap. The reason we even know of DC Dual Force is because we play and we watch streamers occasionally stream Marvel Snap. In particular, shout out to Alex Kochia. So what had happened was They gave streamers who play Marvel Snap exclusively keys to give out. They had a weekend where it was just the streamers playing and they would eventually be able to give out keys so people could join the beta for DC Dual Force.
1: Yeah, a key is really just a code that is you go to a website, you put this code in, it checks to see, is this a valid code? Yep. okay, here you go. Here's the download. If not, you're out of luck. Or sometimes, even if it is a valid code. (laughs) Well, it depends
0: on the issues with the game. With DC Dual Force, they gave out the keys. And the first weekend, and I remember this really well. So we got a key. The first weekend, I remember I was working on Friday. I was thinking about the game, thinking about what I'd try, that kind of thing, what I had seen last weekend. I get home, and the beta's ended. Because of technical issues. Now, at this point, the game is only available through a client. You had to download that client from the DC Dual Force website. There would never actually be a mobile client, which is kind of the kiss of death for these games in a lot of ways. Snap released to PC on Steam and to mobile. At the same time. Yeah, and I'd argue the bulk of the players are probably on mobile. 100%. Although, to be fair, it's a very different game. So Marvel Snap plays in little bits of about three minutes or so a game. DC Dual Force was a lot longer. Mm. That might be another thing that held it back. But there are longer card games that have succeeded or done well on mobile.
1: Oh, listen, people will sit there and play twenty minute Hearthstone, twenty minutes a game. People yeah. will play Magic: The Gathering, where you know if you're if you're doing it sort of in-house at your local game store, it takes an hour because you got to play best of three. You know, the play it online still takes 20 minutes. Yeah. Marvel Snap is not like that. Marvel Snap was created by the guy who also created Hearthstone. What's his name? Ben, ben Brode. Ben Brode, I like to call him. When he left Blizzard, he founded another company and they made Marvel Snap. The reason we know like people who are into video games and card games, the reason we know about DC dual force is because we are players of another game. And in particular, we are very engaged players of another game. Like we watch streamers. And I remember that, that stream that Alex did when he had all those keys for the DC dual force beta. I mean, he had hundreds of people showing up during that stream, asking for keys, asking like they were there. and it was, you know, kind of, like a thing is like, hey, you can come and get some some keys from here. they people were hyped. I remember like I had to hop in and help him give out the keys. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, because he just he had like hundreds of them, and they they went. So tons of people, even with kind of low marketing, were very, very interested in this game, and they specifically seemed to reach out to I don't know if they reached out to players of other card games, but very specifically. It seems that they went to Marvel Snap streamers and content creators.
0: Which makes sense on the one side. The other issue, though, is that the two games are essentially nothing alike. mm -hmm. Aside from being about comic book characters. Except,
1: Except that. Except that.
0: The first weekend that it was a, it's not quite an open beta at this point, but the idea was more people would be able to play, ends up being a dud and essentially doesn't happen. Fast forward to the weekend after, this time around, it just doesn't happen. (laughs) So technical issues, frankly, would plague the game from its inception in that June all the way to now. It's ending at the end of February. It was recently announced in December that it would be shutting down February 29th. But this is a game that nobody really heard of. Its first two weekends were essentially no-go's. And to be blunt, I just kind of forgot about it. I kind mm-hmm. of moved on. You're talking about 2023. This is a year that was crazy for mm-hmm. video games. We had stuff pretty much every couple weeks that was great. So if and you're... enormous,
1: s- enormous hits, right? Like Baldur's yeah. Gate is back. Legend, Legend of Wars Zelda six, Legend of
0: Zelda, Tears back. of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah everything. So to kind of fumble the ball on your initial impression was that was bad it did not bode well for it it's really unfortunate like i seriously doubt the people working on it said oh yeah we're ready we should just just do this now in this sort of piecemeal way mm. they would get added to steam a little bit later it would take a couple months they were added in terms of you could wishlist the game before then in july But the game itself wouldn't be added to the Steam client for a couple months. Yeah, it just kind of came and went. Yeah, and I think that probably helped it, at least being added to Steam. But again, there was no visibility. I didn't even know it was on Steam until Mm. fairly recently. This game just kind of faded. I always meant to kind of go back to it and look at it. But there's so much other stuff to get to versus a game that your initial impression, frankly, was just that you couldn't play it. Hmm. And it's really unfortunate. It had some really good ideas. The most notable thing to me was the really neat single player component where you would unlock comic books and you could play through those comics Hmm. with the characters and you could do that to unlock new cards. That Hmm. was a really neat mechanic and frankly allowed for better card acquisition than we see in the initial game that we learned about this from.
1: Yeah, Marvel Snap has... Card
0: acquisition issues.
1: Garbage card acquisition issues. It's better now. It's still not great.
0: No, it's still a problem. Yeah,
1: but I mean, you got to make your money somewhere.
0: But at least you've heard about it. You know, DC Dual Force just kind of, like I said, it came and went. I think it's pretty clear it just was not ready for Mm. its release whatsoever.
1: Yeah, it's a question of, I don't remember, but I feel like at the time we kind of discussed this, I feel like the server architecture was the the technical difficulty. Like, they maybe they weren't expecting so many people to potentially be playing. But then why give out so many keys? Yeah, I was going to say, if
0: that's the case, I don't think they would have given out the number of keys, though. Mm. Yeah, it would end up op- doing open beta the next month. But like I say, by then, I had kind of forgotten about it. I yeah. wonder how many other people fell into that because other places for the game like the reddit forums and some other places mm-hmm. or other forms for it were pretty quiet for the most part you compare it to some of the other tc or some of the other card games and it's a fraction of the audience and this is dc like this is not a small license that nobody's ever heard of which also makes the whole thing all the more surprising or all the more interesting i guess to me Because you don't really expect a licensed property to just kind of come and go and just completely fall out of the consciousness 100% in such a short period of time. Yeah, a little bit. And it's unfortunate, too, because, I mean, they were charging money for cards, potentially. You could acquire everything for free. The acquisition, like we hinted at or mentioned earlier, was pretty good. But there were definitely things you could pay for. Such is the nature with these games, unfortunately, like the people who made purchases are kind of out of luck now, which is sad.
1: It's interesting because it's also not the first time we have sort of encountered a card, a big licensed card game that was actually very good, yep, or or seemingly very good. One, I mean, we couldn't actually play DC Duel Force in watching people like Alex and Cozy. It it looked pretty good. It looked like I'd be into it. It's it's it looked like Gwent. Yeah. It looked like faster Gwent a little. It bit had ago.
0: issues. It was and again this points to it launched probably earlier than they would have liked. Mm. It had UI problems. Like it was very cluttered on screen.
1: Yeah, but you you know yeah you, you'll iron that out.
0: Yeah, we'll but get ironed out. The other issue too was it launched with there were really no sound effects. There were no effects whatsoever. Actually, mm. no sort of graphical flourishes you'd expect or want from a card game both of those are things that the other example snap did launch with
1: well in speaking about this now i know that so it's it's funny that you started off by saying last week we talked about a marvel game turns out we're going to talk about a marvel game this week as well and that's kind of one of dc's problems but it's it's also not the first sort of big licensed game that we've come across that kind of w- looked really good and then just disappeared. So Star Trek Adversaries, if you remember that, that was a great game. They were following me on Twitch for a little while.
0: We played. Yeah, that a was fair a really fun game. Star Trek Adversaries was a similar type game. It was a card game. You'd choose a leader slash leadership, and you'd go from there playing pvp card game there was a single player component to it as well too but obviously sets in the star trek universe it was available on steam and it's another one that didn't last very long and also had a monetary component to it even though again the card acquisition in it was really good actually that's another game the card acquisition was probably better than snap <laughs> Mm. uh mm. anywho
1: but it was also in beta right so yeah, it was very early we expect on. that kind of stuff it
0: also came at a time where star trek isn't where it is now mm. star trek discovery had only sort of recently launched mm. it was doing reasonably well but now there's four different star trek shows and more in production mm-hmm. and things are going crazy well for the franchise so i think that hurt it But DC, we mentioned it before, too, that or in talking to each other, there was no promotion for this. There was no Mm. tie-in to the Flash movie. Well, maybe you don't want to tie into the Flash movie. (laughs) There was no tie-in to any DC property or anything DC coming out Mm. that you maybe wanted to tie yourself to. Or that had come recently. And again, it was another sign that it feels like it was just kind of sent out to die. Well, you mentioned it to me that you feel like DC kind of follows Marvel. It really feels like somebody saw Snap earn a crap load of money in its first few months and said, why aren't we getting any of that? We have a card game based on a comic book. Get it out there.
1: Yeah. And that's that's the thing, right? So it's a question of, okay, well, was the licensing from DC or Star Trek too much to like justify the cost of keeping going because apparently these are very expensive which is kind of wild to me but very expensive things so was it was it that was it just that they they took a look at inflation and seeing okay well leasing more amazon servers to run our game is going to cost us actually twice as much as we thought or xyz you know It's it's fascinating. And there's kind of no way of knowing unless, of course, you were you were working there. But for for regular, regular folk like you and me, we just we are only left to speculation.
0: It's an interesting thing to think about how, again, you know, something with a big name attached to it just kind of flops and disappears Mm. immediately and is just no longer available. And that's one of the problems with the live service or ongoing games that we're going to continue to see. It's one of the potential problems with Suicide Squad coming out.
1: It also seems to be particularly a problem with DC trying to make the billions and billions and billions of dollars in the cultural zeitgeist that Marvel did.
0: Yeah, but it's not just them. I mean, everybody it feels like has kind of tried to copy the Marvel mm. Cinematic Universe to mm. varying degrees of failure. Mm. And even Marvel's sort of crushing itself. We talked about it last week that there's superhero fatigue and they're kind of yeah. crushing themselves under their own weight. DC hasn't even managed to get that to that point yet. Mm. And it's weird because... They just keep
1: remaking the Batman.
0: It's weird, weird because we talked about it before that DC... Used to rule the roost in terms of video Mm -hmm. games for a period of time. Marvel at one point was doing real well. They had the Ultimate Alliance series, they had the Wolverine tie in game. Like they had their hits here or there. Mm -hmm. And then they were okay. Yeah. And then DC came along with the Arkham series, which absolutely blew everything out of the water for the longest time. And then since then, just kind of nothing. They've tried to cash in on the Arkham series. This will be the second kick at the can with Suicide Squad, frankly. But uh, Gotham Knights, it made the money, but I don't think it had the reception or the reach that they had hoped for. Mm. And now they're kind of falling into the same thing again with another. Well, Suicide Squad is more of a live service game made in the Arkham template, it's funny because it suffers from some of the same things that DC tool Force had in terms of it's got a horrendous UI that's very cluttered right now. And it is the opposite problem. That word of mouth about it is decidedly pretty... Eh. So
1: what is Suicide Squad? Because I, I saw a little bit of it. I saw a bunch of things on screen. It didn't look that bad, but I, I get it. I get it. And it it did seem to be like very much a... Like a game that you p- play on consoles or PC. It's not like a mobile game, I hope, anyway. No, it's
0: not on mobile, but it's it's very similar to the Arkham games. It's a third-person action game. It is somewhat going to be somewhat stat-based, thus your sort of looter-shooter-esque slash RPG elements. Mm. So the media got a kick at the can with it at some point oof, earlier this month now, actually. And the reaction was fairly meh, as I mentioned, to the point that they decided to waive NDAs for the kind of super fans and folks that they had invited out to play an earlier build back in November in the hopes to generate some level of positive press. One of the similarities between the two games we're talking about today is, to be blunt, don't spend money on games that aren't out yet. Hmm. I'm trying to think, what's the last time we've pre-ordered a game? It doesn't happen
1: much. in a long time. And the pre-order world is very different now.
0: Yeah, and it used to be you could count on companies as well, and you really can't anymore. I mean, who do you look at and you say, well, they're, they're going to knock it out of the park no matter what? It seems like everybody's got a blemish somewhere on their record now. I mean, you certainly don't trust Blizzard at this point, mm-hmm. post Diablo Immortal and some of the issues with Diablo 4. I wouldn't pre-order a game from them. I just... We do not play Blizzard
1: games anymore in this household, which has been very hard for me.
0: Maybe From Software is one that has consistently knocked it out of the park, but... Oh yeah, like
1: there there are, but the the guys who... That we sort of grew up with, you know, like, time was... Back around the turn of the the century, the turn of the millennium, when 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 LimeWire and and things like oh that God. were just were just being born, were just being birthed into the universe of gaming. It used to be like that's kind of the rule: like pirate games, you don't pirate a Blizzard game. They make good games; you pay for that. And now I will not pay for a blizzard game and i just won't play them
0: and since then i mean we've seen bethesda kind of falter whatever you think of the end result of things like fallout 4 and fallout 76 the initial result was not there cyberpunk was a mess at launch unless you were running a nasa computer which i was (laughs) but even then the skill system and some of the other things that have really defined the game and the experience now weren't there or weren't in place at all so it's hard to justify pre-ordering a game at this point given everything that happens and given how quickly they can shut down and suicide squad just doesn't do it for me it just it doesn't look good enough that i want to put out put down hard-earned cash in advance then i look at stuff like star trek adversaries or dc dual force or Anything that's supposed to be or going to be, quote unquote, the next sort of ongoing game, you got to be pretty judicious in terms of what you decide to throw your money at because it could just be gone next month.
1: Yeah, we as consumers are very, very stupid. We need to stop (laughs) doing that. And they do it because it works. You know, they toss something up on early. How many early access games have we seen where it's just a complete rug pull?
0: The game industry in general, too, is really bad for it. And you look at some of the pre-order bonuses. I love the Like a Dragon slash Yakuza, whichever you want want to call it, series. But there are $150 special editions available for pre-order, which, no, no. And I hate this trend, too, of if you pay for the pre-order now, you can play it three days early. Mm. It's A lot of it's just silly to me at this point i just kind of try to avoid the internet or discussion about said game outside of a review or if the discourse is sort of positive regarding it and then just wait
1: the interesting thing too that you mentioned so the reason you wanted me on the show is because i'm uh, the world's greatest podcaster i am uh, a a thespian i am uh, a learned woman you wouldn't let me
0: go to bed tonight if I didn't I am. let you on. I am
1: I, uh, an
0: honorable
1: and a, a charismatic public speaker. And I also grew up in Montreal. And in Montreal, the games industry in the last 20 years has exploded. Many, 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 many of us in Montreal, as a quick sort of side gig, would end up working for game companies either as full-time job, part-time job, as QA testers or just getting called in for, hey, you want to make uh, 200 bucks in your choice of game? Come sign up for this play test and they give them a code name so you don't know what game you're you're testing until until you get there,
0: mostly. Citizen Star. Oh, sorry.
1: No, so you would get there and it'd be like, oh, okay, you're doing, uh, today it's Naruto something or other. I played some Naruto game straight for a week. It was pretty fun. One time it was Deus Ex, one time it was a bunch of Ubisoft and Eidos ones. But you asked me also, hey, what what is this kind of NDA thing? What what does this mean that they've kind of done this? Would you like to ask me why they have done this? So, yeah. So you asked me kind of.
0: I can't believe you've done this.
1: What does it mean that they have allowed these people to speak about this kind of thing? And I only have I have very, very limited experience. I did briefly work for a game company, but I mean, I was bottom of the barrel. I was a mobile tester. I did the overnight shift because it paid $2 an hour more. and I didn't have to pay for parking because you could just park on the street.
0: You're mentioning the reason they did it. I mean, the reason they did it was they're just hoping for some type of positive vibes from somebody. The sort of resounding reaction of just nothing is we talked about this on an upcoming podcast about a movie. The worst reaction you can get to really any media, I think, is just kind of, eh.
1: I had only ever heard of this game because you told me that it was not doing well.
0: You don't kind of hang out as much on the internet and the game sites and stuff like that No, I know, but like, still, you know? So I guess it is getting word of mouth, but it's not positive word of mouth. Well,
1: that's the thing. So I think they're trying to change that. Yes. So when you're a tester and you go in to do like a week long test or something like that, at least for the stuff that I was always on, streaming wasn't really as big a thing, influencers and things like that. So usually it would be just a whole bunch of people who were like really, really into the video game or just wanted to try to break into video games as a career. So you would go in and sometimes the game would be in in a very playable state the whole way through and they're just like, okay. It's Monday, 9 a.m., we're going to start you off Naruto level one, go as far as you can, end of Friday. Or it's, hey, okay, so we've got this morning, we're going to try these levels. We're going to take a break for lunch, and then we're going to try maybe the same levels, but we'll see if some other levels are, are ready. Little things like that. So it could very well be that the testers who did the playtest back in November, where they're like, no, 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 guys, you can go ahead and talk about this. It's uh, They're great. They're great. When I was a tester, I can't remember if it was every day. I think it was really just kind of like we, I had a running commentary to my poor, poor guy who was sitting behind me taking notes. And everybody, everybody had a guy sitting behind them taking notes of what we did, things like that. I got some fun stories.
0: So, which tester was the bester?
1: Me. I am the world's greatest QA tester. Um, I am, they called me when I was working for a company that rhymes with, Schmeelectronic Schmarts. I they called me the exterminator because I found I found bugs. I found bugs before I was even hired. I found bugs just in the.
0: But you hate spiders.
1: Thing, yeah. Well, I don't hate them. I'm just scared, scared of them. them. Terrified. I'm just really.
0: scared of them. In any case, yeah, they're just trying to sort of change the narrative around their game, and I just think it's interesting that you've got this gigantic property that's trying to gain a foothold in different portions of media and gaming and you've got a tale of two different games one that nobody heard about and just kind of left with a whimper and you got another one that's desperately trying to change what's being said about it and it's being talked about heavily i just thought that was interesting
1: yeah and when i was a game tester for a lot of these you you had you could do like a little running commentary i had a running commentary and somebody would be sort of taking notes behind you who actually worked for the company and very frequently you also had to fill out like a, a formal sort of questionnaire about what did you think about that what do you blah 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 blah. certainly you had to sign an nda that said that you were not going to talk about <laughs> the 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 game that you played so i suspect that there they got far more positive interactions with whatever version or parts of the game that were present at the time and god only knows what those could be it could be that the ui was completely different it could be that there was a character in there that oh he's not quite ready for prime time yet we're going to keep him out of the out of the the build that goes out to media things like that so anything could happen what really matters is where it is now so what have they done what have you done lately I'm very pleased, of course, that they seem to think that they had a very positive reaction to their playtests in November, but clearly they are not having that right now. And in my opinion, as the world's greatest businesswoman, CEO of all CEOs and detective and detective CEO, attorney at law, doctor, attorney at law, BBQ, DDS. In my opinion, if you are looking to make a successful product, listen to what the people who want to buy your product are telling you. Don't Kind of don't try to gaslight them by saying, Well, no, hold on. We're going to find a whole bunch of people who said this was really good six months ago, three months ago. It's weird. You're making it weird.
0: It's just odd. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank my co host. If you would like to get a running commentary, feel free to drop us a line. Our email address is upnerdpodcasts with an S at gmail.com. You can find us at Twitter. At UpNerd Podcasts, you can find us on Facebook as UpNerd. Oddly enough, very similar names. We're also starting
1: to drop some of our little tidbits on YouTube, so you can find UpNerd Podcast on YouTube. We don't have a lot there, but uh, Lord knows I'm trying.
0: Basil's trying. <laughs> we got to
1: get with the modern times. <laughs> Stop naming our cats. You're going to dox our cats.
0: Basil's our editor, and he's very vocal about how things are going so far. No,
1: if he was the editor, he would do it quickly. That's true.
0: Versus either of us, really. Versus. All right. Hope everybody out there has a good week. Please rate and review our podcast. Please tell anybody you think (laughs) might be interested.
1: No, we're doing okay.
0: Yes, things are good. Thanks again, and have a good rest of the week.
1: See you next time. I'm gonna go off and be the world's greatest. Hey, hey, buddy. I'm gonna be the world's greatest cat mom. Yeah, no, no, buddy. Yeah,